Look, I'm just going to start differently. It takes me a while to warm up. <laughs> I'm delighted to be with Rob Stott. We've known it. Hi. Hi. Yeah, sorry. Hello. Now. <laughs> I was waiting for you to like point your finger at me and say, oh, go. You were expecting some kind of professional operation. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, Rob is the managing editor at Junkie and he's – you. <laughs> You were also in the background of the very first podcast that I was part of. That's true. Because you were uh, Matt Whitehead's housemate yes. when we did 5 to 8, which was a podcast pretty much about drinking. Mm. And I would sit in my bedroom listening to you guys record in the lounge room and then just occasionally like pop my head out yeah. and, you know, crack some jokes, do my famous Alan Rickman impression. That's right. <laughs> Which I've not done in a long time. If you'd read a quote later. Okay, I'll do it in my Alan Rickman voice. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. Who are we talking about? Who am I making you talk about? Tell me your stupid name. Tell me your stupid name. We are talking about Shin Ok Ju, also known as Reverend Esther. And who does she, who's she in charge of? She is in charge of the Grace Road Church, Mm. which is... A South Korean death cult, um, which is a fantastic phrase, uh, a South Korean death cult that believes that the world is going to end or some kind of great famine is going to destroy most of the world. But the one place on earth that will be saved is Fiji. Because Fiji is beautiful. And Fiji is beautiful and it's definitely not in danger of like, you know, the impending heat death of the universe. No. Uh, so she took 400 followers and just moved to Fiji, which yeah. honestly... Sign Why wouldn't you? Yeah, great Why cult. wouldn't you? Also, nice nice beginning summary. Thank you so much. Thank you. I am not a massive fan of Shin Okju. No. I think she's a bit of a bitch. <laughs> but I like how mumsy she looks mm. as well. She's got this very, like, she just looks like this beautiful kind of homely, like, yeah. older South Korean woman. She's seems, not a cool seems mom. Lovely. She is a regular mom. She is. <laughs> Well, she's not a regular mum. No. No, it's true. Ha- as it turns out. She's irregular. <laughs> yeah, she's... Actually, this this podcast, we have fictional T-shirts inspired by things that are said. And I think irregular mom irregular is mom. a great T-shirt. <laughs> so, Shin. Shin. Lady Shin. Old mate Shin. Irregular mom. She started the church in 2002, but you don't really hear about them much in the early days. No, very quiet. And I think... It was just because she was kind of figuring out what they were going to be. Mm. But I went to one before they had a couple of big, flashy websites. And couldn't you spend a week there? <laughs> there was this little WordPress thing, and it seems oh, redundant now. This. None of the links work, but it's got a bit of her background. Mm. It says, Our Pastor. And she's apparently like a graduate of three different theological schools and universities and she's lectured all over the place, mm-hmm. including my favourite. She was Associate Professor of Theology of Gangnam General Assembly. <laughs> Oppa Gangnam style. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> and I loved it because I looked up the, you know, in order to make a good joke, I looked up the lyrics Let's see how to this remind good joke myself. Goes. No, it doesn't because the first... It was delightful because the lyrics were all just in um, a Korean script, except for the words, hey, sexy lady. <laughs> Which is so a very I, English phrase. Oh, I just stopped there because <laughs> I just thought that's enough. That's peace. But I did Google Gangnam General Assembly 
and there were two results, which were both Grace Road Church. Are you suggesting that perhaps her qualifications are made up? I think it's... Oh, here's a word I've just made up just now. I think it's bula shit. Bula, good one. Yeah, nice, nice. Well yeah. done. Bula means hello in Fiji. Yes, it does. I know, you know Bula, that. bula. Yeah. <laughs> I think also one of the reasons that maybe not a lot was known, well, there's not a lot written about the church in the early days, and I only discovered this in research for this yeah. podcast, a lot of South Koreans are a little bit culty. There's so many. There is heaps of just these like tiny little kind of like, semi-Christian based cults in South Korea that have kind of wacky views. You could say they, oh, no, you couldn't say they proliferate because I couldn't even get that out. You could say they proliferate. (laughs) (laughs) And there's massive academic papers trying to figure figure out out what it it is about South Korea. And there's stuff about, you know, similar to um, Japanese culture and people say that Aum Shinrikyo came out, the Japanese cult came out of, the addicted to work mm. and study thing where people were looking for something else and a way to feel powerful in this oppressive work-based society. But also I think there's a lot of religious freedom. Because um, yeah. that, well, that like desire to like get out of the kind of oppressive mm. work culture sounds a little bit like Grace Road, right? Which, because yeah. they're basically what they're saying is like, hey, the world's going to end. Everything's fucked. Let's go on holidays. Let's, let's go on holidays. Yeah. Let's move to Fiji. And I have a lot of sympathy for that. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you just come back from your honeymoon? Yeah, I did. Yeah. In Bali. It was yeah. lovely. Any cults? Um, just the cult of my new marriage. The cult of three the o'clock of, cocktails. Yeah. There was a lot of that. And Can f- I join? Floating breakfasts, which is a hugely <gasps> impractical way to eat breakfast. That's what When you think of it. Like, it looks nice. Great for Instagram. Great. Very difficult to use a knife and fork on a floating plate. Floating breakfast is Mm. great for a (laughs) t-shirt. Floating (laughs) breakfast. Yeah, nice. So they're they're still in South Korea and Mm -hmm. they're getting a bit of a name for themselves. But around 2014, they're labelled as heretical. That's the big year. 2014 is when shit started to happen. Shit did. And we'll talk about the bad shit a bit later because I really like to bore everyone first (laughs) with the theoretical stuff. But... Oh, there's going to be some bad <laughs> shit. And according to Grace Rhodes' website, which is... Wonderful. I mean, oh, it's... Could spend hours there. It's wonderful. There's, if you like sunsets, then this website <laughs> is the place for you. <laughs> but apparently they sent a missionary and they sent them around the world with a one-way ticket to find the land that will survive the famine as promised in and the Bible. Like what a job. Like which lucky cult member like put their hand up for the around the world trip to find a lost paradise. I dare say a fictional one. <laughs> but <laughs> there was it was such a coincidence that they decided that the place in the world that would escape its ultimate demise in a race with itself to not be swallowed by the ocean was a government that was actively seeking international investments. It was so lucky. No wonder they're, it's isn't God's that, chosen place. Isn't that place. fortunate that it just happened to be the place that was desperate for someone to come over and spend a heap of cash? It's like God carved out a space for them in the world. Carved out a space. I'm so sorry. Good one. It's not, I don't. It's not a good one. I shouldn't pun ever. <laughs> I can tell by your face it wasn't a good one. <laughs> You've got a quote. I've got a quote. Well, I've got a quote. So this is from the website 
this is from the Grace Road website right. about the journey to <gasps> to finding Fiji. In Alan Rickman's voice, please. I it's oh god. <laughs> you know, dear listener, Joe knows what she's about to do. Uh it's a it's a it's a long quote. Okay. And the Alan Rickman impression is not I'll leave it up to you. Is you not can... for long not built for longevity. We'll we'll leave Alan for later. Okay. No, let me let me have okay. a crack. So this is about the journey to finding to how they landed on Fiji. How Alan Rickman uh, landed on Fiji. I believe it's talking about Daniel Kim, who is the son of Shinokju, the right. founder, who was the one who I think decided on Fiji. Gotcha. Um Okay, let me attempt to do this in my yeah. Alan Rickman. <laughs> he was absorbed to <laughs> It is flawless. My flawless Can Alan you... Rickman impression. You're going to have an aneurysm if you... He was absorbed to work for our country with no... Which I'm not going to keep going. That's cruel. No, no one... Because I think I'll have an aneurysm. All of the listeners will... Thank you so much. They will tune out. Okay, I'll read read the rest of it. This is from the website. Uh, He was informed to look for... By the way, the website is in English, but like slightly broken English. I genuinely love um, really earnest, Mm. not quite... Yeah, yeah, they've they've really tried. Yeah, yeah. and and God bless them for it. Mm. Uh, well, God did bless them. Yeah, God did bless them with um, a beautiful island. He was informed to look for a country with no winter and an annual temperature between 20 to 30 degrees. Oh, God's so specific. Yeah. I, I don't remember that in the Bible. No, it's there. But it's there. Well, as as we'll discover, <laughs> she has some unique interpretations. Yeah. God loves humidity. Uh, Travelling to 60 countries on a one-way ticket, he came to a stop in Fiji. When Mr. Kim was about to leave for his next destination in Nepal with his companions he met while travelling, he found himself in a situation in which everyone had one-way tickets, but he was the only one who could not leave Fiji. Oh. And thus, Fiji is our safe... I think think it spoke to him on a spiritual level, yeah. And you know what it said? It said... Bula! Bula! That's, I have one joke today, and that's not it. They popped off there, and we'll talk about, you know, how they established themselves there in a mm. bit, but we will mention from the outset that the 400 people that Shin convinced to take over there, and they were the chosen ones. So mm. The best of the best. Some people stayed back in South Korea and some people went to Fiji, and they, in massive inverted commas, volunteered their mm, passports volunt- as soon as they landed. This, for me, is absolutely the biggest red flag. That's the flag. As soon as the passport is taken away from you, I am out the door. I check my passport six times before I leave the house if I'm going overseas. I keep mine I, in my handbag at all times. I do not want to be away from my passport no. for more than, like, 24 hours. And if anyone, your partner, your cult leader, if anyone except someone that is arresting you for being a drug mule, I nearly just called it a pigeon. What's a drug that? pigeon. A drug pigeon. <laughs> You're a little drug pigeon. <laughs> they think they think drugs are cruel. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I'm so sorry. Yeah, don't don't let other people don't take let your other people take your passport. That is such a red flag. It's a great rule. Yeah. If yeah, if anyone is ever trying to take your passport, do not give it to them. Run. Yep. Yeah, it's like. Measure twice, cut once, and don't give your passport to people. And never go to the second location at a party. Never go to a second location, Rob. <sighs> Except home. Oh, oh the best it. location I of know. all. I can't think about home when I'm at parties because then I just... Because then you just want to go home? I just want to be there. I understand. Yeah, I know. 
Another solution, just don't go to parties. Don't go to parties. No, don't leave the house. Just be Close the awful doors. enough that nobody invites yeah. you. I'm working on it. Thank you for coming to my house. <laughs> so let's talk about their beliefs a bit because they kind of feed the other things. Mm. One of the things I really enjoyed is how bitchy they are about other churches. Very bitchy. There is only one way to read the Bible. Grace has got it all figured out. And if anyone says otherwise, totally. you can get in the bin. Well, they're wrong. They're yeah. mistaken. Because only they read the Bible right. Yeah, I, I had no idea so many millions of people had been reading the Bible wrong all this time. But I've read the Grace Road Church's website and now I know. And I, I have a quote from the Grace Road Road website that I'm going to just read in my voice. And I partly like it because it's unbelievably sexy. It's and it's sexy and condescending. Mm -hmm. Two things I hope to be one day. And it says, Reverend Esther will interpret the breadth, length, height and depth of God's will Mm. by discerning spiritual thoughts with spiritual words that no Bible scholars, Hebrew and Greek experts and theologians dared to solve. I have two questions. One, <laughs> did I pronounce the word theologians correctly? I think you did. Great, because I've never said that out loud before. It's a good word. And two, is she just saying, God, how deep is your love? <laughs> Basically, the breadth, length, height, and <sighs> depth of the Bible. I'm a little aroused, obviously. Yeah, it's, um, it's quite, look, maybe this is just because I'm a gay man. But it felt quite phallic to me. I want to know the girth of God's will. (laughs) And is it girthier than it is long? Is God's word a chode? How many t-shirts are we going to have? Is God's word a chode? I'm so glad I invited you. (laughs) And I think it's just their way of saying, look, every other religion, you're on the wrong track. In fact, they even do that thing where they say... Being godless, having no faith at all, isn't as bad as as getting it wrong. Being in the wrong like, church. Don't like, don't misinterpret God. Don't misquote no. him. If you misquote God, you well, you are. They love graphic descriptions of burning in hell. Mm. Except oh, and sulfur. Except sulfur is really hard for people to pronounce with a Korean accent, oh. and it's really cute. Go on, have a, oh, that's condescending. Have a crack at it. No, 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 no accents yeah, in this house. Thought yeah. I might, thought I might lure you into a little bit <laughs> no. of casual racism, no. but you evaded my wily trap. I don't do accents for that very reason. I'm sorry if anyone was offended by my Alan Rickman impression. No, that's different. <laughs> that's he's a no, majority. He, yeah. <laughs> He's white. It's okay to do whatever you want. And also, but also, how could you be offended by an impress- impression that is so spot So on? accurate. So accurate. Oh. It's like he was in the room. Welcome, Alan. They, because other, other preachers, they're chock full of demons, Rob. So many demons. They are obsessed with demons. Demons, and I evil spirits. I love it. There's, I just sort of jotted down a few things about their beliefs. Mm. And they want to make a world where only God is God. Only God is God. That is a phrase that comes up a lot in their literature. And it's also pretty much the basis of any religion. Mm, all Just religions pretty much, yeah. yeah. And as we mentioned before, you, like you shouldn't read the Bible literally, no. you silly. Uh, the it's, whole Bible is actually a secret. It's very open to interpretation. You've got to read between the lines. And only the best person, again, a massive coincidence, at reading between the lines of the secrets to the Bible 
is Shin. Is Shin. She She's doing it better than anyone else. It's Pasta Resta. That's my favourite restaurant in Newtown. I know. <laughs> it's about to say, we need to open one. Because demons live inside you and they make you sin. They make you do terrible things. And they also apparently aid you and make you die. And is this the, is this the right time to talk about how we get rid of the demons that live inside you? I think we'll mention it in passing. Okay. And then go into it in detail it's just, later. Look, like, suffice to say that the way to get a demon out of your body is to beat the shit out of it. It's to whack your demons out. It is to out. absolutely whack the demons out. It, <laughs> to, say that, to say that I'm going to go and whack one out has a totally different meaning. Absolutely. In the Great Road Church. But also, either way, it's going to have a burning sensation. <laughs> and if you don't have any demons, you'll have eternal life. They're obsessed with eternal life. Which sounds pretty good. Eternal? Eternal life. Eternal life. And I even saw a, a lecture... A sermon of Shin's where she said, that's why all the disciples died. People thought they were holy, but they had demons inside them because they were following the wrong religion. So the disciples are dead because they had demons inside them. And it's, how did they get labelled a heretical (sighs) Who am I to argue? Who are you to argue? You've probably got demons. You're teeming with demons. I've had a demon inside me for years. Oh, it's not worth it. Because I'm married now, Joe. It's not worth Let's talk about famine. Let's talk about famine because it's a big part of the story. I was ready to go hard on famine and prove them wrong. How so? Well, uh, so I did a bit of a deep dive into mm-hmm. Korea and industry and imports and exports and things because I was <laughs> like, wow. is a fa- oh, yeah, this is no two-bit operation no, you're running no. here. You don't really have first world famines, do no. you? But, mm. you know, famously South Korea, just below North Korea. And they had one in the 90s. Heaps of famine in North Korea. I mean, so I can see how your proximity to yeah. famine might, you know. That's because their government, I mean, North Korea, not famously big on international trade deals, no. I assume. Not not big on a lot of not things. Famously, no. no. Great at marching. Fantastic. Some of the best marches you've ever seen. Bad at keeping everyone fed. Yes, as it turns out. But just for interest... So South Korean agriculture, they don't do a lot of it. Sorry, did you say interest? What? Is this meant to be interesting? Yeah. Okay. Depending on South how Korean, sophisticated South Korean, you are. South Korean agriculture? Yeah. All right. It's I'm 90% listening. rice cuz they're very hilly. 90%. Yeah, not their industry, just their agriculture, right. but their agriculture is not a big part of their industry. Their top 5 exports, right? Okay, hit me. Integrated circuits. Told you it? it was interesting. Integrated circuits. Yeah. So are they making things for like Apple? Is that sure. kind of what I don't know. Yeah, sure. Uh, right. Two, cars. Okay. Three, yeah. refined petroleum. Refined. It's Only refined. the best. It's like us. Four, passenger and cargo ships. Really? How do they get, how do they export those? I mean, Put obviously someone is making passenger and cargo ships. I've just never thought about who's making them. It's correct. The They're making $24.4 billion worth of them. Billion with a B. Mind you, I don't know how, what they cost. How many ships is that? How Have much you would you pay cruising? for cruising? Should I cruise? Um, I'm really interested in cruising. Mm. There's a certain type of, like, people have very strong opinions about cruising. Mm. Like, people either love it or they absolutely detest the entire I idea kind of, of want to detest it because bad experiences make good stories, but I have to try it. I just don't care about cruising. I've not done it. I probably will one day. I feel like when I'm 70. Thank you so much. And I just want to go and, like, eat and dance i promise you don't have to be 70 to want that (laughs) (laughs) that's fair 
Um, but you know what always worries me is like at least once a year you'll see that story in the news where it's like gastro exactly a gastro outbreak on a cruise ship and suddenly it's a poo ship and everyone is just shitting everywhere yeah and you're basically stuck on a floating toilet then and that worries me yeah me too i also had some friends who went on a cruise that was full of a lot of like older people and it turns out heaps of people die on cruises i know yeah so like they would think they've got a special part of the fridge reserved yes literally they were so these guys these guys were on like a round the world trip they were stopping in several countries and every time they stopped off at a different port there'd be like four or five ambulances lined up to take the bodies away because these old people just get on cruise ships they eat they drink and then they just die They've probably got a corp, you know, there's the poop deck. The poop deck. And, and the corpse the deck. <laughs> what a way to go, though. Oh. Anyway, why are we talking about cruise ships? Because South Korea makes a lot of cruise ships. Yes. And their fifth and final biggest export is vehicle parts. Vehicle parts. So I don't know if South Korea was actually at imminent risk of famine in 2014. I can't think why they would have a sudden been. shortage a of sudden integrated shortage. circuits. Yeah, like famine. So presumably they're obviously they're growing all of rice. Yeah, a bit, a bit. Yeah. No, it's ninety percent of their agriculture, I hear. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't know why they were so scared of famine, except obviously that the Bible clearly foretells that. That's right. Yes, that's right. Either way, I think Shin was full of shit. What I know, oh. I know. That's just me. I wanted to give her the benefit of the doubt. I I do like that the North Korean famine was nicknamed the Arduous March. I did not know that. Which I think I'm now going to call that walk to the toilet in the middle of the night. (laughs) The Arduous Arduous March. I suppose I have to get up for an Arduous March. the last thing you want to do in a famine is have an Arduous March. I thought you meant have a week. (laughs) Have a week. Well, you know. I know, you're losing vital nutrients. Mm, Keep it all in. All right. So they've they've landed in Fiji. Take me to your pump. So they've decided, yeah, so the famine is coming. They've surrendered their passports. Got to go to Fiji because that's the one place that will survive the apocalypse, essentially. Yeah. The end of the world. My mum went to Fiji last year. Mum and dad went to Fiji last year mm. and called me and said, hula. Bula. And then um, said, midget, because she calls me midget. 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 Why is that? You're not sure. This, uh, I was the firstborn of the two twins and I was tiny. Ah. Mm, mm. Midget and moppet. Are you are you as tall as Shelley now? Yes. Huh? There you go. She just called and said, "Midget, there's there's a cult here." And the got, the cult? Yes. My goodness. And they've got all these shops. Yes. So they've yes, this is what they've done, and I think this is very smart of them. They are very smart, and it's also their way of getting in good with the Fijian government. Who I would go so far as to use the word cahoots. A hundred percent cahoots. In cahoots. I've never seen cahoots so brazen in my life as no. the cahoots that the Fijian government are it's in with the Grace Flagrant cahoots. Flagrant Rob. cahoots. It's cahoots coming it's out the wazoo. Wazoo cahoots. Wazoo cahoots. So they, they land in Fiji. They immediately start working in several, like they open restaurants. They're doing like agriculture. They do they're doing manufacturing, of... I think, like so much stuff. And it's like renewable farming. They're very, yeah, very yes, responsible. Yes, very 100% because obviously they're into like, you know, in theory, if they believe that famine is coming, mm. I guess there's some kind of environmental. Yeah, and self-sufficiency. Yeah, so they're all about self-sufficiency and stuff, which is when I first started reading about this cult, I was like, I don't disagree with a lot of the stuff these I guys know. are saying. This stuff seems quite sensible, but that's how they get you. I know. If it was, that's the thing though. You mm. could, they've got to have an in. And 
as I say, nearly every episode, if it wasn't for the bad yes. stuff, that'd be fine. If it wasn't for all the, like, beatings and demons and all the other oh, stuff. beatings and whacking. Um, but they did get suspiciously fast approval for a 50-year mm. lease from the Fijian government. Yes. And there are some photos out there of some of the, like, high-ranking church leaders kind of shaking hands with some very high-ranking uh, politicians, including the, the Prime, Prime Minister. The Prime Minister, yeah. I'm going to say it. The Prime Minister, Frank Bainimarama. That is his name. Well done. I was nervous about that bit. Because they won the Prime Minister's the Prime Minister's Business Award mm. in 2017. And the photo is very prominent on their, on their website. Yes. They are, they're proud of this award. They are quite proud mm. of it. But they've got, so the, run, the company side of it is called Grace Road Group because yes. they're not particularly imaginative. GRG. And that GRG. Down with the GRG. Bula. Bula. And they list their main thing as agricultural production. And the slogan on its website is establishing eternal foundation, which is just three words together. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. doesn't really make no. any sense. But you know what? If I was, you know, susceptible to cults, I'd look at that and i go, ooh, are you? Are you establishing sustainable... Ooh. Sorry, what was it? Uh, establishing eternal foundation. Are you... Like, if you're establishing eternal foundations, count me in. Absolutely. Sounds great. And they've got... Okay, they list them as agriculture and food processing, construction, restaurant and food services, retail and services... Hotel and resort, and they're building one, and I think we should go, and renewable energy. Uh, but they've That's also got, like, hardware shops and dentists. Dent like, very diverse portfolio. Very VDP. A VDP. Yeah. But the three of the names of their food shops, one's Patisserie Pacifica, Ooh, which is great and actually a, hard to say when very you're jaunty, eating a pastry. Yeah. Noodle story. Ooh. Ooh. I just don't, I don't want story. just a noodle anecdote. No, I want noodles that have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Amen. And Sunny Pizza, which that does sound like a pizza place run by a cult. <laughs> Sunny Pizza. Cult I think I went Seinfeld. to school with a guy named Sunny Pizza. <laughs> oh, now I'm jealous. They employed about 300 Koreans, but 100 Fijians. I think employed is a generous word. It is, because there's no... Doesn't seem to be any pay. Not a lot of payment. No. Some pretty bad conditions. So it feels like, yeah, lots of people sleeping on the floor mm. and that sort of thing. So it feels like, perhaps, if you're surrendering your passport and not getting paid and working at multiple businesses, you might be a bit of a slave. I think you might be a slave. A little bit. A little, like, a little checklist. Yeah. It's like, if all you tick the these pizza boxes, you can eat. <laughs> so much pizza. So much pizza. And you're in Fiji. It's pa it's paradise. And you'll be there, you know, when the rest of the world collapses in itself. So, you know, there are fringe benefits. Just feels what I'm saying. pretty imminent. So mm. you're not going to be a slave for long. Mm. You can sort of choose to really look around their websites or you can choose not to. And unfortunately, I went with A. So I watched a number of episodes available on the Spirit of Truth, which is their kind of network. Yeah, they seemed like 
they keep referencing this TV network, broadcast network of some kind. It doesn't mm. quite ever seem to materialize in the way they've envisioned no. it. Which I so think you is... go back to YouTube. Mm. But I think it does screen in probably Fiji or South Korea. And probably in all in all good sunny pizza locations Absolutely. around Fiji. Absolutely. It's not oh what a a welcome relief from Sky News. <laughs> <laughs> Finally some facts. <laughs> right. But on their website, it says it's a broadcast network that broadcasts 24-7 only the voice of the spirit of truth. And that is very much the voice of Shin. But imagine coming home from a, you know, a hard day tending the renewable fields, sitting down with 12 other people in your bedroom and going, what's on telly tonight? Sometimes you just want to curl up on the couch and watch a little bit of the truth. And watch a mumsy Korean lady... (laughs) Talk at you talk at about you demons. About demons and evil mm. spirits. But I like that they'll have a description of each episode. For example, oh, the only God is God network will Which... reveal the mystery of eternal life and broadcast how you can have eternal life without the body dying. And so I clicked on the button that says, let's watch it, exclamation <laughs> mark. And the secret is, you guessed it, getting rid of demons. Got to get rid of demons. How do we get rid of demons? Beat the shit out of them. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about it. They slap shit out of each other. This was the first thing I saw when you when you messaged me and said, come and do my podcast. Here are some topics. I did a little bit of Googling. and the I first... could tell because it took you a while. It was like, oh, he's he's a journalist. Yeah. I'm at this place. I employed my serious journalism skills. Is that your serious journalism That's my serious journalism. No, that's my serious journalist face. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to hear my serious journalist voice? Oh, a is second it Alan impression. Rickman? No, it's not Alan Rickman. This is, this is me being a journalist. Hey. <laughs> hey, what's the scoop, <laughs> she? <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Oh, I'm I don't a, have I'm a very well respected in my field. So anyway, you did that voice and looked into things. So I did that voice. I was like, let's let's find out a little bit about this cult, see? South Korea, see? South Korea, see? Oh, a bit of a doomsday cult. <laughs> uh, and the first thing I saw was a, the, a video of <gasps> Shin absolutely beating the shit out of a guy in church. But like... She's graceful. It's graceful, yes, graceful dif- slapping church. Difficult to describe because like she's really like slapping him hard on the side of the head multiple times, but is incredibly calm about it. And not a wrinkle in her pale turquoise no, suit. completely flawless. Mm. She's very calm about it. He's very calm. Like, he's just like, thank you, ma'am. May I have another? Yeah, get those demons out. There's a, there's Whack a them crowd off. watch. Like, because it's a church. So they're sitting in church and like, she may as well just be reading a sermon for all the kind of interest that they're showing. Everyone is just kind of sitting there calmly as she just, Beats this guy upside the head. Yeah, and I'll put some I'll put some of the videos up on the on the um, Facebook page. But it is also with a little bit of a warning because there's people getting assaulted. assaulted. Yes, it's 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 creepy in its calmness. And that's the thing. It's less I, I'm putting up less for entertainment and just to see what it's consensual assault, mm. and it's a really it's bizarre mm. because they are. It hurts, but they're taking it. It must hurt. It, like she's hitting it hard. So it's hard. a testament to kind of what belief can do. 
and it's not it's also not just uh beating there's hair pulling <gasps> at one point she cuts a guy's hair, hair cu- cuts a guy's hair off i guess because the demons were in the hair i tell you what in that fiji climate <laughs> That humidity. Your hair is eighty percent demons. demons. It's just humidity. No, it's the frizz. It's the frizz demon. <laughs> so I, the one I watched during the slapping frenzy, she says, "How should I kill this demon? This wicked thing. Bring the scissors. This crazy bitch must be chopped off like this. This crazy bitch. That line stood out to me as well. Like such." I don't remember which verse in the Bible says this crazy bitch must be cast no, out. the Bible is a secret and when she interprets it, That's what it there is. it is. Mm. Um, and then she cuts the fucking followers' hair off. Yeah. But this is called, this practice is called the threshing floor. The threshing. I thought it was the thrashing floor. So did I. First. I've seen multiple spellings, but I'm going with threshing. But then I was like, okay, let's, I did my, you know. My research. Your research, yep. And you're also a serious so, journalist. Yeah. Uh, I need my own serious journalist voice. Oh, I should do Sandra Sully. Sandra Sully. So, you know, to thresh grain is to beat shit out of it, to separate the chaff from the valuable grain. Oh, I've not made this connection. Yeah. Okay. So, this makes a lot of sense. All right, I'm on board now. Nice. And sometimes they would even get oxen because there's no cows in the Bible, only oxen. Is that true? No. Are cows yeah. even real? <laughs> If they're not in the Bible, no. How could There's they only be? cow demons. I thought I'd seen them, but what had I seen? Mm. Anyway, they sometimes you would get hooved quadrupeds to trample the grain to get rid of the chaff. But basically, you're being violent to grain to get the good stuff and leave get rid of the bad stuff. So that's also how I approach relationships. Oh my god, I'm <laughs> can't move for threshing some days. So. It, in biblical times, a threshing floor was just a flat area where uh-huh. you could do that. And there's roughly 26 references to threshing floors in the Bible. And you not one of them is a metaphor research. for slapping people. <laughs> but one of them, I think Rachel, someone called Rachel seduces someone there's on the Rachel threshing in the floor. Bible? There's about 20 Rachel. Really? Yeah. I've got to read the Bible again. Yeah. Or for the first time. Just, I did, because partly because I used to be a Christian, but also because when I have a project, I have to see it through to the end. So I read it all. The whole thing. The whole thing. Is it good? Uh, no. Um, I don't want you to spoil it, but how does it end? The Old Testament is a pain in the ass. Uh, it ends, it's like the goldfinch. It doesn't really wrap it up. <laughs> like, just, just kind just of Just like with a V and dot, dot, dot. Question mark? Yeah, and it, they, and it said, and I woke up and it was all a dream. <laughs> but, and the, oh, yeah, Book of Revelation, some trippy shit. Mm. But, you know, it's all, it's all open to interpretation. I'm just shocked to learn that there's a Rachel in the Bible. It, Rachel feels like, Mate, there's it lots, feels like a modern name to me. There's lots of modern names. I mean, people still get named after those people. There's Joy. no Gary's in the Bible that I'm aware of. Oh, and the mother and daughter. So it's not always Shin doing the slapping. No. She's teaching. It's, this is a family affair. Yeah. Oh, now I've got Sly and the Family Stone. Oh. Thank you. But, yeah, she teaches mothers and daughters. And there's like, it's that slap of the mother to the daughter where her hair flies up mm. and you just realise how much force there is. It's, it's a kind of open-handed slap, but not in not like 
a dynasty slap. No, there's a big there's, there's, straight there's, armed yeah, pullback. Yeah, there's a lot. Like this is not a slap of like I'm offended and I'm going to slap your cheek. To the let shoulder you know is that a I'm upset. fulcrum. Yes, the shoulder. The sh- like there's there's arm, there's shoulder. There's like this is it's it's like They're a putting it's their like weight an open handed punch to the side of the head. That is exactly accurate, and it's quite shocking. But it's it's ah, uh, I couldn't stop watching it. Mm. And which it, is and awful. some of these beatings are quite. Yes, like, and there's lots of shaking and lots of shaking, handling. but also there are some pretty nasty consequences to some of these beatings. So, yes. should we talk about the man who died? I well, we before we started recording, we I think we were talking about different people that died. Well, yeah. So, you talk about your person. Okay, so I saw one where it was alleged that a man had been beaten by his own son. One to two. I may be mixing two people up here, but a man had been beaten by his own son. Between one and two hundred times. Oh, which I is, got six hundred to seven hundred. I saw Maybe that. Maybe there are different people. Yeah, these might be different people. But and then he died. It's a beating auction. I'm about to outbid it's, it's you. It's so hard to keep up with all the beatings. <laughs> uh, and then he died a little while later. And now the church claims that his death had nothing to do with the beating. Mm. That he died. Well, depending on who you listen to, I read two different quotes. One said that he died of liver failure, mm. and another one said that he died of cancer which makes me think that neither of those things are true. And it probably was the, the beating. beating that You'd did it. You'd think so. Yeah. My guy, and this is, I'm quoting from a Guardian article, and the Guardian article is talking about footage from a South Korean documentary. Mm, which I would love to watch. Oh, no, I couldn't find it. And it says, the footage also includes allegations from witnesses that a man in his 70s, who was a member of the church. Oh, sorry. I, did you hear that little Sandra Sully growl? I, a man in his 70s. A member of a man in his a 70s. Sandra Sully a member of fry, the church. Who was a member of the church and had traveled to Fiji, was subject to a beating in which he was hit 600 to 700 times. Honestly, who's counting? <laughs> by a number of church members over several hours. The program alleged that when he went to work the next day, he could barely walk and was covered in bruises. He later returned to South Korea and eventually saw a doctor who told the television program that the man had suffered a subdural hematoma. That's bleeding underneath the brain. That thing. Uh, I looked it up. Because a little behind the scenes fact here, that was the last thing you Googled. That was the last thing when I Googled. When you opened up your laptop to record this. It was the last thing I Googled. She, she, when you opened up your laptop today, that was right. subdural hematomas right. were on the brain. Which is a considerable is... relief. Mind you, I didn't open it in incognito. <laughs> the man died a year later. Aram Song, the son of the man who died, told the program his father died from an unrelated illness. Mm. There it is again. And that while his father had participated in the threshing floor, he had merely slapped himself and was not beaten by anyone else. Don't you hate it when you slap yourself to death by mistake? I love it when I do that. <laughs> I call it my fight club nights. Slapped himself. He slapped himself into a subdural hematoma. It happens. Who who amongst us? That's my t-shirt. Has not I slapped myself into, into a, a subdural hematoma, hematoma and all I got was this fucking t-shirt. Now, this man is dead. Yes. So he you know, he can neither confirm nor deny whether he slapped himself to death. That's right. There is a man who's alive, <gasps> but without legs. Without one leg. Well, without one leg. Uh, and I think it's fair to say that his version of events, of events may be unreliable. He, had, he, was, he suffers. So yes, what's he his suffers name? from um, schizophrenia. Yes, severe schizophrenia. His ma- name is Sung, Sung Yik Chung, and I'm probably... And I apologise. And apologies to all of our Korean listeners who are 
currently throwing their iPhones out a window. I know. Um, 27-year-old with schizophrenia. And Grace Road Church doesn't believe in medication. No. At all. They just call them drugs. Mm. They just think it's all bad stuff. And this was when they had a branch in New York. Yes. And it was in Flushing. Yes, in Queens. And they just thought, oh, look, instead of your medication, let's take you off that. And he started to go. He it, he really showed the effects of being yes, off his medication. Because, you know, medication is good. Has a purpose. Yes, if you've got a, a mental it illness. It works. Yes. That's the way it works. That's the way it works. And they thought, oh, look, instead of that, let's duct tape him to a bed for 10 days ten and days. just pray over him. Yeah, which is not what a doctor would suggest, I don't think. Probably not. I don't but, I mean, think. Neither you or I are doctors. Yeah, I'm neither not, of us have a doctor voice. Let, let's put that disclaimer right Ooh. up front. Not a doctor. Not a doctor. But. So, oh, and then sometimes he would scream at night. So they'd just pop a little towel or sock a into his towel, mouth. A little towel, maybe a sock, yeah. Just muffle that the screams, it. make it comfortable for everyone. And so he developed gangrene mm. and had to have his leg amputated. Which, again, I think is not the result you're going for. Not really. But I did, I hate to say, but I, I wrote, Two lines that I'm not proud of, uh-huh. but it was he was working as a cult follower in Flushing, Queens, when his leader strapped him down until he had gangrene. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> you shouldn't be. It's awful. He and his sister, and his sister was the one that got him into the cult, both did a YouTube video, and I'll, I will put a link to this on the Facebook page. They made him... Oh, he sued for $6 million. Yes, which is about the right price, I reckon, $6 million. For a leg? For a leg, yeah. I think. It's what they charge for a lamb oh. leg at, you know, the supermarket these days. You know when people go in and say, oh, it costs an arm and a leg? They're talking about there $6 million. Dollars. That's right. Mm. Good good point. <laughs> um, <laughs> but in this video, he's clearly reading from a script. Because he was mentally ill, he... Uh, he was given a conservator, which is someone that speaks on your behalf the legally. Looks after you, yeah. And uh, he said that he asked for a conservator without even knowing what a conservator was and that uh, his pastor was the only person that ever helped him and that all the lawyers that were on his side, that they were evil and had demons in them. Mm. And that There's those demons his again. legs started to rot as a known side effect of his drug taking. Mm. It's... An awful video. It's, it's just, it's an awful story. Because that is flat out taking advantage of someone super vulnerable. Yeah. And like, for what purpose? Mm. Like, I don't know what the, I don't know what the point of this was. No. Like, because he's going to get worse without his medication. only going to get worse without his medication. Surely you know that. And like, you're not doing this to inspire new followers. I don't think anyone's no. looking at the gangrenous leg and going, this is a cult I need to be a part no. of. No. And that... The thing is, like, cult leaders always, they pre-prepare their shit. So if he'd have died from all that praying or lack of medication, it would have been like, oh, it's because he had demons. Meant to be. If he got better, they prayed him Hmm. to health. I don't think they counted on gangrene. Yeah, gangrene is a kind of funny middle ground. I I mean, admittedly, I always forget to factor that into my daily activities. If I had a dollar. I for every gangrenous leg. (laughs) There's another story where I might have to pronounce someone's name again. Okay. Is it better me than you? Yeah, definitely. Okay. 
So there was, and I got a lot of this story from the Radio New Zealand website. I don't think I've, I don't know if I've seen this. Uh, and her name is uh, Seo Yon Lee. Sorry, Seo Yon, if I've pronounced you incorrectly. Um, well, there were a few people I think who tried to escape. So I don't think mm. we have, we might not have the same person. But no, we do actually. Mm. Yeah, no, mine is Seo Yon Lee as well. And she tried to call the police. Mm. But this. This blows my mind. Especially because I think the cahoots thing as well. That yeah, this that is cahoots Maybe city. the authorities were more likely to believe people from Grace Road than mm. people that spoke out against them. Because she, so she basically escaped and kind of ran down the street mm. and then tried to call the police and say, hey, I'm in a cult. They're basically holding me against my yeah, will. Yeah, they have my passport. And then someone else in the cult rang the police back and were just like, nah, she was kidding. And the cops... Yeah, she's mentally unstable. Yeah. Just ignore it. She was joking. It was like a prank call, they tried to say. Ah, what a funny prank. Oh, I'm being held against my will. Bula, lol. <laughs> uh, and the cops bought it. Fucking hell. The cops... Yeah. I... And this also... Like, when I was read, said she was chased by a van full of Grace yes. Road followers. That's like Zeppelin on tour or Scooby-Doo, but awful. <laughs> and she eventually got out on an emergency passport. So you find the people that leave they go to the authorities and they're fixed up with an emergency and i think she because i think she went to the embassy well she she made it to the embassy Mm. and they basically followed her all the way but when we say they like it's not just members of the cult it's her own family it's her mother so she was so this woman was tricked into going so the young woman shogyon lee Mm. she was studying in the u.s her mother was in south korea but then got cancer and i guess had already been kind of dragged into the cult in korea and Cults so, are so great at curing cancer. Yes. They have a 100% non-success rate. <laughs> and so she, the mother, said, I'm going to get my cancer cured in Fiji. Will you come with me? Then when Sio got there, they took a passport. Classic red flag. And her mother told her she'd cut up her passport. Yes. the mo- Like the mother did this. Do you like that? That's the point at which I say that's me. <laughs> the cutting up of the passport. Yeah, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> Um, so yeah, like the mother was like the ringleader and there were several other members of the family, like extended family, aunts, uncles, cousins as well, who were like trying to convince this poor woman to stay. And then finally she escaped. And now I believe she's back in South Korea Mm. and kind of living her life, but also her life has been ruined completely. Like she's not, she, she was studying in the U S and she's not able to go back to university anymore. She can't afford it. So she's just kind of working as like a waitress, I think like. There's a, probably a tip there as well going to – because South Korea don't, like, as a nation, doesn't like Grace Road, but Fiji does. Yes. So go to I your wonder, embassy. I wonder why that is. Mm. Probably all the money that they're spending in Fiji. And they seem to still be. Yes. But let's talk about oh, – I've got a little jingle that says – Jail time. Finally, and I think this was from some pressure from South Korea. Yes. And from the Fijian Methodist Church. Yes. So that's an interesting thing is... I see that as sort of like competition. Yes. Within Fiji. So the Fijian government and a lot of the like Fijian institutions seem to love Grace Road Church because they spend heaps of money. Heaps of money. But Fiji is a very religious place, a very Christian place. And a lot of the other Christian churches do not like this cult at all. They don't, and I I really wonder, there's no way of telling, but I wonder how much of that is get off our turf mm. 
and how much of it is these guys are an actual cult. Yeah. yeah. I th- like it feels like a bit of a mix cuz yeah. like when when the like Methodist church leaders go, "Hey, this is a cult." It's very hard to argue with that. But yeah. also if they're growing and doing well, Fiji's not a very big country. I feel like there's only room for so many yeah. religions. So yeah, the churches and South Korea finally convinced well they couldn't convince the Fijian authorities. The F- yeah, Fijians didn't want a bar of it. So they had to wait till Shin was in South Korea. Until she went home, which big mistake, I think. Going if, home. Yeah, if you're a cult leader, you should know better oh, than to go home, yeah. obviously. Because as basically as soon as she touched down, they Yeah, at her. the airport, yeah. at Inchuon Airport. Uh, see, it's one of the things that uh, Jim Jones got right. Don't go back. No never go second back. location. Never go back to a cult. second location. Yeah. 30th of July this year. This year. So she was arrested August last year. And July this year, she was found guilty of child abuse, false imprisonment and assault. And given... Six years? Six years. Not enough. I don't think it's enough. But probably... Well... This is interesting. Mm. I, normally, I would say six years probably enough for if she's the like charismatic leader. I reckon six years is enough for it all to fall apart. Yeah. But as far as I can tell, the church itself is basically acting like she's still yeah. around, it's still thriving. Mm. Like they're still they literally this morning as we record this, they've just uploaded a new video of her giving a sermon, which presumably was recorded months ago. Yeah. But you wouldn't know it. And there's a free to yeah there's a free to air television station I think in Fiji mm. called My TV and they're still broadcasting her sermons as part of its daytime mm. do life. Do they have six years worth of gear in the From back? From what catalog? I've seen, yes they yes, do. Yes they do. And also I don't think people would notice if you no because it's them. basically the same thing. No. All of them are like the same except she's wearing a different beautiful dress. Which reminds me, I was mum was staying and Mash came on and she went we we're watching it for a bit and she went oh this is a repeat. <laughs> Ugh. We laughed. But their businesses are still operating. Yes. And they've current, they're currently, the construction arm has a project to renovate and upgrade the president's residence. Yes. On the Suva waterfront. Ooh, president's residence. Isn't that pre- fun to say? Oh, That's like a good residence. verb warm up. President's residence. President's residence. President's residence. This and is, the prime minister's office. Yes. So, like, this is, like, when we talk about cahoots, mm. these are the cahoots. This is what cahoots looks Strong like cahoots. is, you know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Let's renovate your apartment. Let's... Let's zhuzh this place up. This is cahoots. I'm not happy. I'm not happy about it. I'm, pl- I'm pleased she's in jail, but I kind of want to keep my eye. Yeah, I don't know if it's over. It feels like they've decided. And I think the son, uh, I want to say Brian Kim. No, Daniel Kim is his name. I think Brian Kim's a guy I went to school with. <laughs> that was Sunny Pizza. And Brian's not your traditional career. Sorry, name. Daniel Kim. Daniel Kim. Daniel Kim, right? the son, seems to very much still be trying to run the operation. But it's I a dynasty. I well, he seems to be on the business side of things. Mm. So he's he's all about. He's the one in the photo with Frank Bynum right, Rama. Gotcha. He's like he's doing that, and I think he seems determined to like keep things going. But I wonder if they can keep it going without the charismatic. Well, is she charismatic? I don't know, but someone seems to like her. Because she she's got, she slaps like a charismatic ooh, person. A charismatic slap. It's quite dramatic mm. and really intimidating. But also, if you. Been to Fiji and eaten at Sunny Pizza, Patisserie Pacifica, or Noodle Story, zealotpodcast at gmail.com. Especially, especially if you've been to Noodle Story. Absolutely. Because what is the story? Tell us the story. (laughs) Tell us what's the noodle. That's t shirt.
What's the new one? Do we have any random facts? Random, random, random facts. I'm talking random facts. I'm talking random facts about cold tonight. Cold tonight. That is the most perfect thing I've ever heard. I only have one lame random fact. Okay. Which is... Hit me. It's just basically I love any time the church is interviewed about claims against them and the spokespeople will always just go they're lies it's slander we're fine everyone's lying people with demons are lying all those people all of them are lying in exactly the same way and you and also for what purpose for what purpose i just want to undo a really great religion yeah here is my random fact now when i read this on the church's website Mm. I read it as one big book title. I'm now looking at it and I think it's probably four separate book titles. Oh, I think I prefer it as one big but one. just I want you to imagine it as one big yes, book please. title. Because it, it literally, this is the passage on the website. It says, in her book, not books, mm. book, okay. which is why I read it as one. It says, in her book, and then here's the title. The interpretation of tongues and speaking in tongues, lies differing from the Bible, the sorcerer in the church, Biblical judgment on heretical liars. I love that. Imagine that as one book. I think it is one book. <laughs> I think it should be. It should be one book. I love that. And they call that, they call their interpretation of the Bible as the interpretation of the tongues. The tongues. And I feel like that should be. They're obsessed with tongues. A movie. That comes up quite a bit. Yeah. Tongues, demons, eternal life. End of the world. And pizza. Pizza. Oh, and that's the name of my. That's the title of my memoir. <laughs> and just and feed like the idea that Fiji is <gasps> is going to be the one place to survive the apocalypse. Oh, I'm sorry, Fiji, but actually, you're probably the first to go. Yeah, that's because they're sinking. Let's face it, they're sinking. Apparently, in Fiji, and I'll have to find it. Maybe I'll put it up on the on the Facebook page. But the words fee and G mm-hmm. mean kind of escape to land or uh-huh. promised land or something like that. So it's a really ta- well-researched fact, I think. <laughs> and so they've taken that very literally and gone like, this is the promised land? Is yeah, that- look, I feel like they kind of backdated their interpretation once they'd found a, fair bit of that religion, and isn't there? a pleasant island with a cooperative government. Mm. That's what the words fee and G mean. Fiji mean cooperative, cooperative government. government. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. But thank you so much for joining me on this, on uh, in whacking some out. <laughs> I have always wanted you to message me and say, hey, do you want to come and whack yeah, some out of my yeah, place on yeah. a Monday afternoon? So I guess there's not much else to say except my loneliness is killing me. And I, I must confess, I still believe. Join a cult. Please don't join a cult. Thank you. That's important information. You've been listening to Zealot, produced by me, Joe Thornley, relatively free of demons. My co-host for this episode was Rob Stott, ably assisted by Alan Rickman's voice. Further reading and videos of mumsy ladies being violent can be found on the Zealot Facebook page. And music is by the Everglades, who's the chemical symbol for puppies. Ow! <laughs>